Welcome back. Here is the community update on February 19th. The City of Grand Rapids will begin collecting resident responses on local issues through a newly implemented surveying tool. In partnership with survey provider FlashVote, the City will periodically send residents short three to five question surveys on time-sensitive City issues with participants having 48 hours to respond. Residents can sign up to receive the surveys at flashvote.com slash Grand Rapids. Surveys will include a range of topics according to Assistant City Manager Doug Matthews, such as public safety concerns, budget formation, housing, recreation, and more. The surveys can be responded to through email, text message, or phone call. After a resident signs up to be part of the survey pool, they will receive flash surveys whenever they're issued by the city. Whenever the 48-hour window closes for each survey, FlashVote immediately tabulates responses and provides statistically valid responses to City Hall staff, City Commissioners, and the public. The City of Grand Rapids confirmed in its Wednesday announcement that all results are anonymous and FlashVote does not share your personal information with anyone. The survey tool's role in city policymaking is meant to be in addition to local elections, public meetings, and the city's already existent long-form surveys. These long-form surveys are available at gr.publicinput.com. More details about the Grand Rapids Flash surveys are available on the city's Flash Vote website. All Grand Rapids Public Library branches are planned to reopen on February 24th with limited services. The plan is pending its Board of Commissioners approval at their February 23rd meeting. Visit at all branches will be limited to 30 minutes, library hours will be reduced from their normal hours, and are already available on the Hours and Locations page on the GRPL's website. The library's curbside pickup service and virtual resources will also continue. A complete list of services that are planned to return, and more details about the GRPL's phased reopening plan, are available on its website. Kent County's rate of new COVID-19 cases continues to decline, the Kent County Health Department reported on Thursday. The downward trend comes as vaccinations continue across the county. An average of about 80 new cases per day were reported in Kent County over the last week, compared to an average of almost 800 new cases per day a few months ago. The county's rate of tests coming back positive has also fallen below 5% for the first time since mid-October. So far in Kent County, 83,000 residents have received the first dose of the vaccine, with about 46,000 having received the second dose. The current total ends up being around 13% of the eligible population who have received the vaccine. Priority groups currently eligible in Michigan for vaccines include people aged 65 and older, healthcare workers, essential workers such as teachers and police, and others in phases 1A and 1B of the state's vaccination rollout plan. More information about the vaccine eligibility and registration in Kent County is available at vaccinatewestmi.com. Up-to-date data on administered vaccine in the county is available on the KCHD's COVID-19 data dashboard on its website. Local nonprofit Avenue for the Arts will be hosting its sixth annual Break It Down, Make It Better skills building conference through March in continuation of its mission to support Grand Rapids artists and creatives. Taking place virtually this year in light of the pandemic, the free conference will be split into two four-hour talks every Thursday in March from 7 to 9 p.m. 
It will stream live through Avenue for the Arts Facebook page. Topic for this year's talks are the intersection of art and racial justice, surviving and thriving during COVID-19, reinvigorating local arts journalism, and state-of-the-art Grand Rapids. More details about the conference will be made available on Avenue for the Arts Break It Down Make It Better website. The Division Avenue Arts Collective, or the DAC, reopened this month in its new permanent space in the Creston neighborhood after years of closure. Started in 2003, the volunteer-run arts nonprofit served as an all-ages substance-free music venue, art gallery, and DIY project incubator for local and emerging artists until the 2013 closure of its Division Avenue space and temporary stint at Rumsey Street. While the DAC is not currently booking public music or art events due to the pandemic, its space is available for the community to rent for small-scale gatherings such as video filming or band practices. Details at thedac.org. The Rapidian encourages local residents to share their own stories related to civic, economic, and public health developments in the Grand Rapids area on the Rapidian's platform. Check out this week's featured articles on the Rapidian homepage and get started as a community reporter by visiting therapidian.org slash write. This video is supported by the Michigan Council for Arts and Cultural Affairs, the Lowell Arts Center, and the National Endowment for the Arts. This update is brought to you by the Rapidian, GRTV, and the Grand Rapids Community Media Center. Take care.